0: Hi, and welcome to episode number 126, How Prayer Changes Your Motherhood. As a parenting coach, so many moms I deal with are looking for answers. Answers that will help their children be obedient, answers to keep the home running smoothly, and take them from daily tears to enjoying their motherhood. After we discuss the issues they're dealing with in their home and work through some practical steps to implement, I often ask if they are praying daily. Usually the answer is no. And I remember when my answer was no. But I was challenged by a mom further down the road in motherhood to pray daily. I know firsthand that prayer will change your motherhood. It changed mine. We live in a world where we have the ability to access an enormous amount of information instantly, and search for the best and usually the quickest way to care for our homes, care for our children, and care for ourselves. We read books, listen to podcasts like this one, search Pinterest, like Instagram and Facebook accounts, and ask friends what they do in their homes to keep them running smoothly. And as a life coach, I hear testimonials from my clients about how much I help them uplevel their daily lives through implementing practical tools, but also I help them achieve the mindset they need in order to implement those practical tools. The first and best practical tip and mindset tip I can give you for creating a happy home And a joyful motherhood is to commit to daily prayer. It doesn't matter how old a mom you are, whether you're dealing with toddlers, young children, teenagers, or grown adult children. Going to God, spending time giving Him your concerns, your frustrations, and your questions. And then listening to Him will give you the answers and peace you seek. I have heard it said often that God allows controversies, difficulties, sadness, and worries in our life, because sometimes that's the only way to catch our attention, to feel like we need God. We always need God, but in our self-sufficiency and busyness of the day, we forget. We forget we are not alone and that everything doesn't depend on us. We forget we were created by a God who loves us, and that he would not give us this husband and these children and home without also giving us his help. In Philippians four, verse 13, I love this verse. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Don't forget the last part of that. Not just I can do all things, period, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Now, I can almost hear you say, oh, great, God will do the laundry? No, but he will give you the time to do the laundry. He might also give you the inspiration to teach your children to do it themselves. Yes, eight-year-olds can do their own laundry. And I'm certain I've just ruined a bunch of eight-year-olds' lives now that their moms know they can do their own laundry. God will take away your frustrations and stress that add to your feelings of overwhelm and anxiety. But he can't help if you don't give it to him first. God respects our freedom. He never forces his love or his spirit on us. He offers it. We have the opportunity to accept. There are systems and routines that I really believe are necessary to run a home. But the most important tool to a well-run home is our mindset. Bringing God into our heart and day completely changes your mindset. Once you begin a life of prayer, you see things you never saw in yourself or in your family and in the way your home functions. You recognize that motherhood is a calling from God. He has called you for these children, for this husband. You understand that keeping a home can be a sacred privilege rather than monotonous drudgery. Prayer will help you understand that God has put you and your husband in charge of your children not your children in charge of you. You bring God your frustrations and you ask the Holy Spirit for help, and he does. That's the beauty of the Holy Spirit. Small, sometimes loud and clear, but usually small prompts of what to do and how to do it. And the Holy Spirit brings peace. Starting your day with peace and the armor of the Holy Spirit from your prayer, will change your motherhood. But it must start with you. Yes, God is prompting and calling you, but he won't force you. So as a Catholic life coach, what I do is I help women with the practical things in their life. And to me, prayer is a practical thing. It's a necessary thing. So I help women discern through their thoughts That keep them from the life they want. So if you're someone who does not pray, I would ask you why? Why don't you pray? Your thoughts may be, well, I don't have time or I never get anything out of it or I'm just too busy. When you think those thoughts, how does that make you feel? I'm certain it does not make you feel calm, cool, and collected. Whatever feeling you have that comes from those thoughts of, I just don't have time or I never get anything out of it, they are fueling your actions. And usually that means that you're in overwhelm, you're in stress mode, or you just feel in over your head. And your result is that you should have made time for prayer because prayer would bring you what you so desire. Let's talk about the practical steps of how to begin a life of prayer. Well, with anything in life, you must schedule it. But be reasonable, okay? Don't schedule prayer during a time when you know it would probably be impossible to keep the commitment. Having said that, you'll need to stretch yourself here to make prayer a priority. There will be a thousand reasons that you think you don't have time Or suddenly, rather than pray, you absolutely must do the laundry. It's amazing how important laundry becomes when the option is to sit down and pray. I would suggest you schedule prayer first thing in the morning. This is the best time because it really sets your day off on the right foot. Set your alarm clock a little earlier. Get yourself ready for the day. Grab a cup of coffee or tea. And be quiet and in his presence. And to all you young moms who say, I can't do that, my children get up too early. I would offer to you, you should be getting up before your children anyway. Don't wait for the children to wake you before you get up. Because if you do that, you are running a step behind already before the the day begins. So get yourself up early. That means you go to bed early. But when you go to bed early and you get yourself up before the children and you sit with prayer, you will approach the rest of your day with peace and focus. If you do not believe it, I challenge you to do it for seven days and you tell me, email me Janet at findingjoyinmotherhood.com, how it doesn't work for you. I challenge you because I know it works, and not only do I know it works. I know how critical it is to your self-care, to your soul, to your mind, to the way you make decisions, and to your inner peace. You will eliminate that overwhelm and the stress when you begin to bring God into your life more. And if you can't do it before all the children get up, find the earliest time of the day when you know you'll consistently have 15 minutes of prayer. Now, if you have small babies that don't understand, I am praying, do not interrupt me. Your babies can be with you when you pray. Don't look for the perfect solution before you begin prayer. Let those babies be with you if they need to be. Just focus on our Lord. We homeschooled seven children from 1 to 3 p.m. every day. We had nap, quiet time, reading time, whatever you wanted to call it. It was, you know, kind of dependent on the age of the children. But this was when I went to my room, closed the door, and talked, and cried, and complained to God. And always, I felt his comfort, heard his peaceful encouragement, and ended my prayer time thanking God for my beautiful children, who tried my patience, but expanded my heart. When I first began praying, I was pregnant with my fourth child, and the oldest was four and a half. Prayer time often had a little toddler or baby by my feet. Give God the best time you can, but don't try to be perfect or you'll quit. God won't be surprised if it isn't perfect. In fact, don't forget, he knows he gave you those children and you're doing the best you can. Just that you have shown up is pleasing to God. Now, when you're beginning prayer, recognize that you will be establishing a new habit. It won't be easy at first. Remember your why. God has the peace and insight for your motherhood that you want. He will give it to you if you show up. The next thing I'd like to offer is set a timer. Really? A timer? Yes. Set a timer. Begin with 15 minutes. And then when you've prayed about a week for 15 minutes, add five minutes more until 20 minutes feels comfortable, and don't leave until the timer goes off. I can tell you that in my own life and in the lives of so many of my friends, God leaves the golden nugget until the last few minutes of our prayer. So stay for the whole time. Bring the New Testament or a good spiritual book to help keep yourself directed and focused, and a journal to write down inspirations. If you go to JanetQuinland.com forward slash spiritual books, I have a list of all kinds of spiritual reading books that you can take to your prayer. Be careful that you don't spend more than a couple of minutes reading the material and then reflect. Okay? Reading is not meditative prayer. Reading is a whole nother thing that you should do in your day with a spiritual reading book. But right now, we need focus in our mental prayer and a book is a good way to do that. So again, you can go to JanetQuinlan.com forward slash spiritual books. Okay, you have your journal, maybe a spiritual book. You have calendared in when you are going to Start praying what time of the day. You have your timer and you're ready to go. Now relax. Put yourself in God's presence. In your mind, imagine you are there at Jesus' feet, listening to his words. Read a bit from the New Testament or your book and put yourself in the scene. What is Jesus saying to you? How can you apply what Jesus is saying to you and your life? Ask the Holy Spirit to give you advice on how to proceed with a problem. Give me, Lord, what you think I need to hear today. Then listen. You probably won't hear God's voice like thunder. He prefers to whisper. Maybe the first day of prayer, you won't hear anything. Keep going back to him. He has all the answers, and he does want to give them to you. What to do if you miss a day? go back the next day. Prayer is not like a failed diet where we give up because we had the chocolate cake. Prayer is like the person who transforms their body because every day they begin again. You are transforming your soul, your motherhood, and your mind. And that takes time. When you pray, here's how you'll find it will change your motherhood. You will find interior peace and outward calm. You'll find patience, empathy, kindness. You'll find that you have the ability to handle stress and anxiety better. You will have a higher motive for the mundane in everyday life. You'll find self-confidence and the realization that you are not broken or alone. You'll find answers and insights for struggles and a deeper knowledge of the life of Jesus Christ. You'll discover the opportunity to see your children as gifts rather than burdens. You'll find practical ways to live your Christian faith in your everyday life. And you'll find the grace to progress in virtue and holiness, an inner joy that cannot be attained through any other means is something else you'll find in prayer. Motherhood can make you go crazy or make you go to God. Go to God. Prayer will change your motherhood and it will change you. Have a great week. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at Janet at findingjoyandmotherhood.com.